Hi guys, welcome back to Giant Talk, the world's first OKR podcast. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Glow Gordon, CEO of Matrix Software, a global leader in 5G monetization solutions for the telecom industry. Glow has also won Executive of the Year recently, awarded by the Stevie International Business Awards for her achievements that have helped Matrix Software grow, increase new customers, and also drive an increase in, in headcounts. So I'm really looking forward to talking to Glow and finding out a little bit more about her role at Matrix. And also we're going to talk about the power of leadership and leading an organisation through its transformation phase. So welcome to Giant Talk, Glow. It's really nice to have you with us for today's episode. Please can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Absolutely. Hi. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm Glow Gordon. I'm the CEO of Matrix Software today. Um, I am a sociology major from Santa Barbara and uh, grew up in sales pretty much. So go to market's been my focus and i um, really excited about what we're doing at Matrix. So looking forward to our discussion today. Thank you, Guy. So let's dive straight in and, and talk about your, your role as CEO of Matrix. And I'm interested to hear about what attracted you to this role and what were and are your goals and priorities? Yeah, so I was on the board and uh, um, we had been traditionally led by our founder, uh, co-founders actually. So Dave Labuda, who is one of the founders, um, uh, was the CEO. And we decided uh, as a board, it was time to focus more on making the pivot to scale. Dave uh, had built a great product. So now, now we were ready for scale. It was proven out there. So uh, I joined from the board, and um, now we are in uh, in our growth mode. So I was for also the CRO for the first two years and the CEO. Uh, so it was a, a really fun time to get the company ready for um, hyperscale. So uh, Dave is on the board. He's also our chief scientist, and I took over as CEO to drive that. So it sounds like a really um, exciting time, and, and it's already been two and a half years, almost three years coming mm-hmm. up. So you joined back in January 2020, right before we hit with the pandemic. And there was you know, a few conversations around the pandemic, but we, we didn't quite know the sort of scale of, of what was coming. Um, and something that we couldn't really plan for. How did this, did this affect your, your goals and priorities? And, and, and if it did, how did you sort of cope with it? Yeah, so that was uh, that was an interesting time. So I was brand new CEO. I just made my first trip out to visit one of our sites in uh, London, in Ipswich. And when uh, I was on my way to Milan, I was redirected home because that's where the hotspot for COVID was. So we came back and we basically um, buckled down and didn't travel for the next couple of years, as we all know. We weren't sure what was going to happen, um, so we had to make sure that we uh, regrouped to conserve cash, lengthen our runway. Our employees participated in that, and uh, we we just didn't know um, what to expect. We learned how to re- work remotely, and we had one of our best years ever. Surprisingly, what what we offer uh, really. Um, was super helpful and valuable to folks going through the same thing. Mm. Uh, since we are a digital offering that doesn't require going into a store, uh, you know, you can basically self-serve and still have communications. 
that became something very attractive out there. So we we leaned into that and um, we basically didn't travel. And now we're starting to open that back up again. Um, but you know, mainly conserving cash and making sure that the company could weather the storm. That was our main priority while trying to also run a business. It was an intense learning time. And um, you know, one that you know I, I reflect back on a lot and uh, what we didn't expect you know, and, and what has happened and how do we, how do we respond to that? And then how has it changed how we work today? Mm-hmm. So it's, it was a good experience in some regard. Yeah. I was just, as you was, was talking, I was just thinking about, you know, now being able to reflect back and, and, and take out the, the positives and the learnings from, from the, what was a difficult period for, for many organizations. But as you said, um, you know, not being able to travel didn't hinder you know your organization and the nature of the organization um too much you you talk about staying focused um and one of the areas that you talk about um is the north star and i just wondered if you could tell us what you you mean by this it's one of the, it's a term that we use quite a lot at, at there be giants and something that um we we talk to um, our clients about in, in the North Star. So I just wonder if you could, what does this mean to you, the, the, the term? So we um, developed three priorities when I took um, took on the CEO role. One was North Star. The other one is raving fans for, you know, basically nurturing our customer base and making sure we have renewals and net retention is, is um, where it needs to be. Uh, and also that, you know, we have a highly referenceable customer base. The third one is culture, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. North Star was um, an, a way for us to focus. And as a, a startup, a private startup in Silicon Valley, one of the most important things is the ability to say no to certain things because you want to do everything. Uh, we decided to get very, very focused. So our product leader and our marketing leader um, developed a plan around the opportunity that would best suit what we have to offer so who are the targets? What are we selling? What do we charge for it? What will customers pay? And then what is the list that sales can go hunt on? Um, so these prospects need to be winnable, uh, worth winning, where we can serve the customer well and have a referenceable base, turning them into, into rating fans. So that's really just how we got super, super focused. And mm-hmm. everybody understands that North Star is where we operate. And if you want to operate off the North Star path, there's an exception process, um, you know, just to show why this would be a good opportunity that isn't, doesn't sit squarely in our sites, but it might have some other value and we can serve the customer well, we'll entertain those. But this is just our way of being very focused. Mm-hmm. I like the terms that you use, the North Star and the Raven fan. Um, and yeah, we'll definitely touch on and culture a little bit later because I know that's a really important area for you and obviously you've, you've increased um, the headcount and you've you know you have um we'll touch on it later but I know that you have um referrals from current employees to um bring on new employees so yeah interested to talk a little bit more about that I was wondering if you use at Matrix um a goal setting framework um in terms of being able to stay focused on your strategic priorities and in order to keep the team aligned. And if you do, could you just tell us a little bit about, about that or what framework you use? So we, um, we've designed something that we call metrics that matter. And so under North star raving fans and culture, we have metrics that matter 
and we've created dashboards that show progress. And every month we meet and have an operations review where all the leaders or their proxies share how we're doing against those metrics that matter, such as revenue growth or NRR, um, new business uh, goals that are coming in, time to value for our customers launching our platform and um, and activating their subscribers, uh, employee metrics, as you mentioned, um, you know, we have more than half of our employee hires come from, from internal re- uh, referrals. And, and so we keep track of those kinds of things. And so it's a dashboard-driven monthly operations review that we're pretty religious about and, mm-hmm. uh, and we report out on. So that helps us course correct early or have the discussions that we need to. And anybody in the company, as long as their manager is okay with it, they can come to this meeting and listen to us talk about the business. Sometimes they'll present, uh, or we may call on them just to give us feedback on certain ideas that we have. So that's a that's an ongoing practice that's been in place since um, early 2020. That's how we do it. Yeah, that's really interesting. I know that another area that you're, you know, in terms of your leadership style is having this open lines of of communication and, and being able to, you know, have other people in the business or anybody in the business join um and and have an input i think is is really important and and that collaboration as well between people across across teams and that cross-functional collaboration what qualities do you think are the most important to becoming a successful leader i know it's quite a broad a broad question but if you're able to sort of narrow down um some key qualities that you say are essential uh so i believe, you know, just kind of um, building on what you said a minute ago, I do believe that most of the best ideas come from all levels within the organization. So accessing that and being able to put those ideas in play requires, um, you know, leadership to be approachable, humble, um, to listen, and, and truly take these ideas in and provide those platforms so that those ideas can be submitted. Um, you know, the most, uh, uh, you know, gregarious people sometimes can get their ideas out there, but some of the best ideas come from some of the quiet people. And you want mm-hmm. to give them that opportunity and that voice um, to hear their great ideas. So I think humility, listening, you know, being approachable and open, to me, that just keeps us all going in the same direction. And people feel a part of the business because they truly are um, I also think that balance in life helps us be better at work and everywhere in our lives. So exercise, sleep, water, um, it makes us all better and we're able to contribute more. And so giving people balance is also something I, I think is important. As an example, we take every other Friday off of Zoom. There's just no Zoom calls every other Friday. And I think it's informally adopted as most Fridays now. And that just gives people the break so they can go do the things they need to do and be happy at home. Mm-hmm. So I think all of those things just go into the human element. We are human first, and then we bring our great ideas to work and bring our best version of ourselves and being able to contribute. I think you have to create that environment so that those things are possible. Um, so that's how I'd answer that one. Yeah. One of the things that I've heard you say before, Glow, is that you know, if, if everything happens in a vacuum at the top, 
um, you know, it, it's harder for the rest of the company to follow. And I think, um, you know, you touched on ideas coming from people at all different levels of the organisation without having the a culture in place where it, you know, it's not a, a psychological safe environment, which it sounds like you, you definitely have that right environment in place. You wouldn't get those people come forward and offer their ideas. So um, I think that human element and, and, and culture is, is so so important which leads me on to um we wanted to find out a little bit more about the culture at matrix software so in terms of when you when you joined matrix and the culture that i know you was you know you was already a part of the organization before you um joined as ceo what was the culture like has it changed much have you um you know is anything been implemented differently in terms of when you when you joined that sort of changed the culture at all i think the culture at matrix was great when i got here and i think i inherited a strong culture there's a strong bond because people have worked together for a long time mm. and um so so i think that what i inherited was a jewel and it was my responsibility to take it forward and not let anything you know happen that would take it backwards so I, I'd say that we have just taken it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've had great support from our co-founders. They've been here since the very, very beginning, and they're very involved in the business. And um, they've, you know, evolved with the changes and embraced what's next. And I think that helps um, the troops that have been here with our founders for the longest. Um, and then we brought in new people that could um, integrate into the culture that fit the culture that I'm looking to build. And I know that ELT and the whole company is looking to build. So we, we've grown a lot and, you know, we hired, um, you know, about half of our company. Um, we hired uh, last in the last 18 months, right? So we've doubled in size wow. pretty much. So bringing in people that can integrate in and participate and continue to be productive and want to work together that's usually a, a challenge. Um, I think we found that to be um, something that worked really well for us in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the percentage of employee referrals as well is just a testament to that. You know, I think there's, what more can you can you say? And if you have your own employees invite, you know, and recommending and referring, um, it, it says a lot about about the culture, which, which is great. So, um, That's right. That's right. It's one of the metrics that matter around culture. Um, there's actually two. So one is, um, you know, how how are we doing against the great resignation trends in the Silicon Valley? Mm-hmm. And the other one is how many of our new hires are coming in from different sources. And one of the sources I love to see is that more than half, and I think last time I looked, it was 75% of our new hires as we scale come from other employees who have brought their friends and family in. And that to me is huge. So mm-hmm. We're ahead of the trends. Um, you know, we're having having the um, the domain expertise that we have in telco is not an easy um, it's not an easy thing to do to build because it's a, it's a specific skill set. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, every person that comes in that's got that expertise is not going somewhere else or to one of our competitors. And so that that also is it's just great, right? We have opportunities and people are coming in and they're contributing and um, and we're really enjoying that. Mm-hmm. It's great, and it's it's uh, interesting to see just just what, how how much further you can grow, and yeah, there's huge aspirations there, um, and it's you know 
going in the right direction. The amount that you've you know grown in the past, as you said, eighteen months is is, is fascinating. So sounds sounds great. I have um I like to leave our listeners with with um some uh some sort of lasting tips from yourself or pieces of advice, and I thought it would be good if you're able to share some of your sort of learnings along the way during your successful leadership career that you can can share with with our listeners i think your brand is everything and who you are will it will carry with you through your career so as an example i'm much later in my career than you are and something that you know i do share a lot with generations behind me is nurture your network and be thankful and grateful for the people who help you along the way and show your appreciation. Sometimes there are some selfless acts out there. People go out of their way to help you and they may need you in the future. Um, and so I don't wait for that return of the favor. I mean, send a bottle of wine, you know, send them to a spa, you know, for half a day, do, do something that shows how much you appreciate what people do for you along the way because you will stand out. You may think it and feel it, but they will never know it unless you show it. Mm. So show your appreciation, um, you know, be humble about that. And then also pay it forward when others need, you know, someone to support them or feedback or development. Um, Take those opportunities to pay it forward. I think that, you know, I run into people the longer I'm in my career I run into people from decades ago that have influence in the things that I care about. And they don't really remember what our interaction necessarily was, but they do remember how they feel about me. And I remember how I feel about them. And mm-hmm. that can, you know, that will come up eventually in life. The older I get, the smaller the world gets. So I can't say that enough. So your brand is everything. And just be mm-hmm. consistent about who you are. And that will resonate throughout your whole career. Um, and also the other piece that my mom my mom gave me some great advice she said expectations are the root of everything so conditioning people before you give them an answer good or bad or you know stronger or you know not what they want conditioning and setting expectations and um, making sure that those things are in line along the way that is the root of being happy or being sad or being disappointed to avoid those things just make sure expectations are out there and clear so um, that, that, those are the two things I would say. Yeah, thank you. you. You can't go wrong with some advice from your mom. <laughs> you <laughs> always right. need some advice. And I think the um, showing your appreciation and, and nurturing your network, and, and that's a really nice, um, a nice bit of advice that you've, you've just shared there and obviously building your brand. I think, like you said, it, it's the little things, um, but also being, being humble about it. And I think that's... Um, yeah, it's really important, and it doesn't take take a lot. So, um, I'm definitely going to remember that. Thank Good. you, Glow, for joining me for an episode of Giant Talk. It's been really fascinating, fascinating to hear um, more about yourself, about Matrix, and and the the role that you play at Matrix, and the the culture that you know you've inherited, but also continuing to to, to build upon. Um, so, it's been a really interesting conversation. And thank you to you, our listeners, for joining us for another episode of Giant Talk. As always, if you have any feedback or if you'd like to get in touch, please do email us at grace at therebegiants.com. Thank you. Thank you, Carly.